guys, this is What's on Netflix with your hosts, Paul and Anish. Hello. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we're just going to be talking about The Interpreter. It's a movie. Uh, it's the informant, but... <laughs> <laughs> keep on rolling, keep on rolling. <laughs> yeah, just to give you a little background on what this podcast is, you know, uh, Anish and I were thinking about starting a podcast. We realized that one problem we had was that we each spend like 15, 20 minutes every time we want to watch a movie just trying to find a good movie to watch. And we guessed that other people also had this problem. So we thought we'd just find movies that are on Netflix and, you know, sort of give you... You know, one, like, our impressions, but also, like, you know, uh, give you some advice on, like, you know, when you should watch this movie, why you should watch this movie, all that good stuff. So, this is our inaugural episode. Uh, we're going to start this off with about a few categories. So, Anish, just uh, let's let it rip. All right. So, we're going to first recommend three movies that you probably have already seen that if you like those movies, you will probably love The Informant. Exclamation mark. <laughs> Alright, dude, you go first. Let's hear your movies. Alright, so the first one is Pinocchio. Okay. Well, why? Uh, the main characters have like a very similar issue. They, they, just, they just lie. They just lie all the time. Yeah, all right. they're just super... Like, that's a huge spoiler. Sorry. Cool. But, uh... Yeah, Pinocchio, and then The Big Short, just because this is based off a realistic movie and somewhat of like a Wall Street type of feel. Cool. So you might like that. And um, anything that, you know, where you're trying to like figure out shit during the movie. Like, you don't understand why the fuck it's going on halfway through the movie, and then maybe three-fourths of the way through, you kind of figure it out if you're smart. Yeah. And you just don't figure it out if you're a dumbass. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you like being confused, this is the movie for you, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, we'll uh, do it for the folks at home. All right. So for me, uh, my first one is if you like Ocean's Eleven, or really any of the Ocean's movies, you know, there's a chance that you might like um, this movie. Uh, you know, it's made, both made by Steven Soderbergh. Uh, the Ocean's movie are a little bit more high-paced. Uh, but it you know has the same general feel throughout both movies. Uh, the second one is The Insider. Uh, you know the the Michael Mann movie with Russell Crowe and Al Pacino. Uh, one because just both of them are just you know great performance driven movies with great directors. Uh, but then also like you know one thing that, that that we found when we watched this movie together is that it is kind of slow and you do kind of have to you know slide through some parts. True, so. True. You know, with if, if you like the Insider, which is also a very slow movie, dealing with the, the minutia of like chemistry, you'd probably like that one. And then finally, the conversation, just because like you know they're very dramatically different movies, but like if you like the conversation, you know, with Gene Hackman, the Coppola movie, you'll probably like this one as well. So um, let's go to the second category. What type of mood best fits this movie? Like this is sort of the question of like you know, what type of mood are you feeling that you should watch this? I say the inquisitive mood. Like, yeah. This is a really fun fucking movie if you're like a thoughtful, curious type of person because you will constantly be confused. Yeah. Um, you won't understand why someone's doing this or why it's going in this direction or why the character is even sharing specific uh, thoughts or um, quotes. So yeah. it's just like an all around mind fuck and you're just trying to walk around this maze and figure out one thing at a time. So if, cool. you're, if you like solving problems, if you're curious, go for it. Yeah, for me, I think I think I think it's a patient mood, um, which is which, which is very similar. 
um, basically like, uh, you know, I'm a big believer that they're the wrong times to watch movies. And if you watch, you can watch a movie that's your favorite movie, but if you're not in the right mood, you're probably going to hate it. And I think that like, if you're feeling very energetic and we're going to get to this with our, we, we had a question about our favorite snack when watching this movie. We actually ate a lot of sugar before watching this movie, which I think was a really bad idea because we were both really hyped. It was kind of hard to pay attention to it. It so, fucked it up. It fucked it up a lot. Yeah. So I'd recommend like, be patient, be slow, be like, hey, I got two and a half hours to kill, you know, it, it, I, I'd say the best mood would be like a novel reading mood, like, mm-hmm. if, 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 you, if you're in a mood where you're like, I'm about to open up Moby Dick, then, and you just don't want to, then I'd say put on the informant. Honestly, that answer was fire, I'm gonna steal that, I'm <laughs> also gonna go with patience now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so our third and fourth categories, we think these are kind of superfluous, so we might actually just cut this whole segment, but let's... So- yeah. But, you know, like we said, like, we're really just repeating shit when we talk about reasons to watch the movie. Yeah, so let's just cut this entire section. Do you, yeah. Do you want to just cut it? Yeah, let's do that. All right, so the fifth category, um, and so we know that we skipped straight from the second category to the fifth category. The reason why is because the third and fourth category were so great, but we just felt that, like, it was a little too great. So we decided, like, just to cut it. So... Sorry, you're not going to hear that. But uh, our fourth cate- our fifth category is, uh, what type of animal do you think this like if, like what type of animal do you think this movie personifies? Anish, you go first. Thinking, thinking, iguana. 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 Yeah. That's right. Bold I like it. move. I like it. Um, I like it. Just because like you will try in the first second to like label this movie as something that it is. And it's completely not. It changes. It will change constantly. Yeah. I can't even label. I don't even know what the fuck to call this movie. Yeah. It's not a suspense. It's not. It's not a thriller. It's like even the reality. Like this is based off a true story. Like the movie really is more about the movie itself than the story it's trying to interpret. Yeah. So I just don't even know how the fuck to describe this movie. Yeah. Um. So. Just a little background. Uh, I told Anish my edible yesterday, and I was really afraid that he was going to steal it. Um, but now I realize I should be afraid because his an- his edible is way better than my edible. My, my edible, I was really proud about it, but now I'm kind of ashamed. But I'm just going to go go all in. My animal is a lion. The reason why is because like this this type of movie that just like you know if you're a fucking gazelle and you're chilling in the prairie, this lion is going to sneak up on you. And, like, you're going to fall asleep a couple times, you know, or right, rather, if this movie catches you falling asleep, it's going to pounce on you and rip your heart out. You know yeah. what that sounds more like? That sounds like a koala. Like, don't koalas koala sleep a ton, but if you, like, ever touch them, they'll fuck you up. Oh, no, so what I'm saying is that if, if it catches you sleeping, because it spends the entire time, like, creeping up on you. Dang. But if it catches you snoozing, blocka, you're dead. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so best best snack with this movie. So as we said earlier, like fucking sugar is not what you want to eat when, no. when watching this movie. You do not want to eat any sugar while watching this movie. Um, my thought was like a nice IPA, or like a although an IPA might might, might make you tired. Mm-hmm. Maybe chips, like some like Lay's sour cream and onion. With an IPA, I'd say that's that's my snack for this movie. What what what, what do you think? I'm thinking that 
you're gonna have to have like three or four snacks for this movie <laughs> because there's gonna be parts of this movie where you're like fuck dude I don't know if I can get through this so you switch it up with a different snack yeah you're just going all in on the whole guana thing you're just rubbing it in that you came up with that amazing category you're like yo Mick Paul feel really shitty about himself <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it to be like that man I, I really did it all I'm saying is yeah. four snacks will do it I'm thinking a nice a nice beer I'm gonna take that from Paul right then you could have like chips I'm thinking like either hot Cheetos or hot fries yeah um, I will go with a smoothie bowl at the end just because like you need some texture at the end you know yeah this movie is just gonna fuck you up I think a smoothie would actually be really good really, really good because it's not, it's not too sweet it doesn't make you too hyper you know what I mean exactly so a smoothie bowl is just like enough energy to keep you awake yeah alright so like hey spoiler alert you know if you haven't seen this movie don't don't listen any further because you know we're gonna give you know pretty much everything away so um so Nish, let's start out. What was your what was your impression? What do you think? Well, I think this movie was really good at doing its job, which is entertaining me, right? So when I was watching, I was completely enthralled. Um, I was I just focused on it, right? And that's like I'm not that's nothing that's not something to just take for granted because there's a lot of movies where I'm gonna look at my phone, I'm gonna do other shit. Yeah. But with this movie, it's like because I was constantly trying to think, right? And understand what he was saying, why his actions were doing something else entirely different. Yeah. I was very confused. So the movie is great in that sense. But for me, I'm a heavy fantasy guy, heavy like take this take this um, home with me and then like, you know, sit on it for a few days. That's not the type of movie it is. It's more like in the moment. So I you know, it was solid. It was solid. Yeah. That's my impression. You, you, you had a good time. I mean, I think that, like, like the, the thing about this movie for me is I feel like this is a movie that is meant to be watched, like, multiple times. So I actually think that if you have never seen this movie, you probably will not enjoy it that much. But if you've seen it, I'd recommend watching it again. Right? Uh, yeah. So because, I've been on the team never seen it just saw it yeah and I, I've seen it like three or four times and the thing is that like every time you watch it it just gets exponentially better so if you so, so I feel like like my recommendation with this movie is that if you if you you know all the stuff earlier right like if you're in the right mood and especially if you've seen it and didn't really have the best taste in your mouth I'd recommend watching it again and the reason is because like when you watch it you notice so many things that you didn't notice the first time and it just increases the experience exponentially every single time every single time you see it yeah what do you think i'm thinking i'm thinking that's about right because there's a lot of things that i missed and i know i missed them because i don't understand half the movie still yeah (laughs) but yeah i think i definitely take a second view and maybe my opinion might change yeah i was gonna share on this movie right now yeah so like for me one of the things that i didn't really like was that you know, I try and watch a movie to escape, right? Yeah. From the bullshit of corporate America. Yeah. And this just brought me back in. It's <laughs> like, I'm like, God damn it. Like, yeah. And I remember why I don't do half the shit I do is because I know corporate America will be right there to fuck me in the ass. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you feel like, you feel like if, if you currently work in corporate America, this probably isn't the movie for you. 
Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe I'm a little too sensitive, man. No, 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 no. Go keep on keep on drilling it. Because 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 like, I I think the problem right is that like have you seen have you seen Office Space? What is that? Um, or have you, have you seen like The Office, for instance? Yes. So like those types of things will like make fun of corporate America. Mm-hmm. Well, this kind of made fun of the because because the thing is that like. In a weird way, the ma- and you know, fuck. It, we're just gonna give spoilers th- throughout this part. Like, we'll we'll we'll, we'll fix it in post. But, yeah, um, we, we'll work on this later, guys. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's a pain in the ass. I, I really have to respect those people that you know can divide their energy to non-spoilers and spoilers. That shit is so confusing. Yeah, I, I, people actually don't usually do that for pretty much this very reason. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that um, like with Matt Damon, right, like. In a weird way, he's he's like a sympathetic character, because he's like, cause like he's somebody who like look like yeah he lied about the lie scene right, right. But like, I don't know. Have you ever like just had your boss? So, so it's like one thing that happens in sales a lot, right? Is that like your boss will be like, hey man, like how's your pipe looking, right? And and you know it's like well I'm fucked. Right, but you don't want to like get chewed out, and like who knows, maybe somebody will come in. So you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it should be, it should be fine, right? And like, look, like saying that a Japanese company is sabotaging you, like yes, that's over a lot. But I feel like we all do a little bit of white lies, and so I feel like in a weird way, the Matt Damon character is, even though he's kind of the villain of it, is weirdly sympathetic because we all kind of hate corporate America, right? True, true. I, I, I love the character. Right? Yeah. I, I don't hate the character especially the Matt Damon because yeah. I am a sucker for in-depth characters right? yeah because this guy has layers on layers to him yeah like it's like Shrek speaking of the lying so like for me I didn't get that he was a compulsive liar till that scene where he drives in and tells his wife that he got like the shit beat out of him right yeah so for me I was starting to think like okay fuck when did he first start lying Oh, the entire movie. And I think the first part, the first time he lied was when he was telling his boss that a Japanese, inf- like the Japanese uh, associate told him that there was a spy within the company. Oh, yeah. That, that, I think that was a, that was the first lie. Yeah. He, he, he admitted to that later. Yeah. 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 It's like, um, <laughs> I, I, I do really like, like your comment about escaping, though, because like. The thing about the movie is that, like, it is critical of him, mm-hmm. but like, because of that, it's hard to escape through 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 the through the movie. But I do agree that I can relate to him because yeah. he's trying to escape himself. Yeah. Think about it, right? He's lying. He's lying. He's lying because he's in this web of lies now, and he's trying to escape it. Yeah. Right. So, in a way, I can re- I can relate to the character, but still. Um, that ending kind of like I was really hoping for like a feel good like yeah fuck the company you know he gets all the money yeah like, he probably did like I didn't expect him to like become a corporate CEO after that that's just too good yeah that's just delusional <laughs> but I, I, I thought you know he would have like you know got a little bit of settlement money or something like that from the, or like something from the IRS and uh, you know been on his merry way yeah that kind of fucking pissed me off like I usually, usually true like, true stories are supposed to be like inspiring, right? Yeah, not this one. <laughs> this was an odd true story movie. Yeah, that's Steven Soderbergh for you though. Like he makes like fucked up movies. You know what I mean? Like, like huh. 
I, I mean, like, I, I guess, I guess not, not like all of them are fucked up, but like, you know, he he is drawn to, to that type of to that type of story. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that is the most. Interesting. So I mentioned like earlier, like this is a movie that like you kind of need to rewatch yeah. because like the first time that I saw it, I did not realize that he was lying until like that same exact scene as you. Yeah. Like I was in the same boat. But then when you watch it a second time, you're like, oh shit! Like you notice every single lie and it all like kind of you know like paints a picture for you I think that's that's the genius in this movie right? yeah if you if you like the details then this is awesome yeah because it's just like all the details like it's kind of like the bible right like you'll read one reference and it will reference another section which will reference another section and I think that movie does the same thing right yeah like there's so many references but it isn't just throughout the movie it's throughout the times you watch the movie yeah and that's the fucking genius yeah and, and 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 so that's why like i feel like you know this is a movie like i, I said earlier like I, I i guess the perfect person to watch this movie is somebody who it's like have you seen this movie before yes did you like it eh watch it again because <laughs> now i'm kind of down to watch it again after talking to you i'm like fuck dude i kind of want to see what i missed yeah, you missed a lot. I missed a fuck ton. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not you. It's just like you know, if, if you don't know, viewer. if you don't know the lies, you don't, you don't really like, mm. you don't. And, and like one, one really interesting thing, and so I, I mentioned this to you yesterday, is that like, you spend the like one thing you really miss the first time you watch it is like he has like he has these voiceovers throughout the entire movie, right? Like he has voiceovers like 30, 40% of the movie is voiceovers. Right. And like, you don't realize the narrative, like, play that's happening from the voiceovers. Because the voiceovers sound just like innocuous stuff, right? Like, you know, him talking about like magic tricks or him talking about his hands. And then you watch it again and you're like, wow, like when he was saying that, he was referring to something happening on screen. And like I didn't get the voiceovers. Give me an example, because like I was completely lost with that stuff. So, um, there's this. So like, and, and you know, this could be complete spoilers, right? But like the 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 thing that breaks him down is he makes that company Nordic Kemi, Nordstar Kemi, whatever it's called, and he funnels money to himself, right? So. You don't notice it. I actually didn't even notice it until the third time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene in the movie where he tells his associate to make that company. And so he says like three sentences. And then right when that happens, the voiceover starts. And he says something like, um, I have really nice hands. I realize that it's an advantage to me in business because people watch my hands and it distracts them from everything else as a form of misdirection. And you know, realize that him talking about his hands is in self is in itself a form of misdirection, so that you do not find out that he is stealing the money from the rest of the company. So like, there are all these tiny little tidbits that you get, or like one thing that happens later on in the movie is that um, one thing that kind of spirals him out of control is he justifies all of his actions by saying stuff like, you know, Mick Andrus would never go to prison for this type of shit, right? Right. And early on in the movie, the voiceovers, every single time he's about to screw somebody over, the voiceover talks about how big of a piece of shit that person is. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so 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 you realize that like that's his like justification process. So so yeah, like um So uh, what I don't get also, like how the fuck did his wife 
like completely <laughs> not know this was like what like married him for 15 years right yeah uh, like doesn't it catch up like she meets a friend right and then her friend's like oh yeah that's crazy that he, your your husband's parents were adopted <laughs> like your parents ado- your, your husband was adopted right and she's like what what the fuck are you talking about like yeah, so I, that's one thing I wondered is that if she ever heard the adoption lie, like mm-hmm. I'm not much. I'm, I'm wondering if he told it to other people, but like so, similar to that vein though. Like one thing that I never understood is like so she said that they have eleven cars at one point, right? And one of those is a Porsche, and the dude makes three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Granted, he lives in Iowa or Ohio or whatever, right. and like. You know, three hundred fifty thousand dollars is still a lot of money, but that's not eleven cars money. That's not like have a mansion money. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta pause though, because it's like think about it. What time was this? Interest rates, man. That's true. Or, or like inflation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but like, still, like I feel like she should have realized that like some shady shit was happening. He was like stealing some money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Yeah, the math really doesn't add up. But I mean, they weren't living in like fucking the Luxor or anything. Like that's that. true. That's true. That's that. That's all right, Anish. Shitting out my fucking line analogy. I just shitting out my to, take. Bro. I just had to. I'm shitting on everything. Today, so might as well just shit on it. Hey, you know? But um, it, oh, excuse me. Yeah, I think I I didn't really care for the other characters too. That's kind of what bummed me out. Like which ones? I loved. I fucking love the main character. Yeah. But the wife was kind of like meh. The son was kind of in the background. Yeah. Like, the FBI agents, like, I could totally get the emotion from the from the first one. The yeah. One, what was his name again? Uh, Shepard. Shepard, right. Played by Scott Bakula, which is one of the coolest actor names ever, I feel. I just love that name. Scott Bakula? Yeah. It's like a cool... Scott, anything, yeah, it sounds pretty dope. I feel like Bacala is a cool name. Bacala. But yeah, I, I mean, like, the the thing, so, like, at the end, you're kind of like, okay, he's, you know, blaming Agent Shepard for all this shit. Like, you know, he really shouldn't be doing that, right? But then you remember those scenes, like, like you pointed this out, like, right before they're about to do the raid, where it's just like, yeah, so I'll still be good with the company after this. And, like, the entire Justice Department is just like, looking at each other. They're like, let's just focus on the raid. And it's like, all those people are using him. Right. Like, like this, is a, this is a movie where, like, everybody's a shitty person. True. Like I think that's the thing to realize too is like how like he's not he's not the villain in this, he's not the hero, right? Like everybody has their own reason for doing the shitty thing, right? Yeah. Like even the wife, like I don't know why, but I have a feeling that she did something really shitty. I, I mean, you know, she she was she was like supporting him throughout it, like That's what pissed me off. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was like she could have just totally sat him down and said, no, what yeah. the fuck are you doing, right? Yeah. Where it's like, hey, don't spend this much. Like, you got to live, like, even if you're making so much, I honestly think, like, if you're, if you have a kid or something like that, and they have all this shit already, they don't have, like, the will or the hunger to do anything, right? Or just tell them, like, hey, man, like, you realize you're not going to get promoted after this, right? Exactly. <laughs> Like, yeah, she was encouraging him to talk to the FBI and all this. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck is this, like, 
strong woman to support her man or like and the other way around too of course but like it kind of disappointed me a little bit that she was just like just going with the wind yeah and I feel like like I love strong female characters and she was not one of them yeah it's just like now's the time you want to get involved like every other time of the movie you don't want to get involved but like when you know he's about to like tell the FBI about this thing that's about to fuck up his life. Now is the time you're going to force him to do that shit? Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Like, why don't you talk it out? Like, she rushed him into her decision, right? Yeah. Like, I was like, come on. Like, you're a fucking grown-ass adults. Talk about it. Analyze. Like, there's always a happy medium. There's always a fucking solution, right? Yeah. Like, what's the worst thing that happens if he gets caught? Yeah. And then... Utilize how much energy and how much time you should put into this, right? It's a huge fucking mess. What well, what I find interesting about about the whole thing is that, like, you know, I mentioned earlier, right? Like, the guy would always shit talk somebody before screwing them over. Mm. And like, I feel like the thing that fucked him over is that what is that while he was lying to the company and then to the FBI about the thing. I think the thing that he justified it to himself as is like, oh, they're doing price fixing. They're terrible people. It doesn't matter that I'm lying to them. And then that just kind of bled out of him. So if he wasn't such a pathological liar, he would have never told the truth, which I think is kind of interesting. Pathological liar. Because the way that pathological liars are able to, like, lie is by, like, you know, know, I I don't want to get political on this podcast, right? But, like, you know, Donald Trump accuses other people of lying as a way to, like, help him feel more comfortable lying, right? He's just like, oh, everyone's a liar, so I'm going to lie too, right? And so this guy is like, Hmm. oh, it's okay that I'm fucking over the company because they're fucking over other people. But then that kind of bled out, and he told his wife about it, and then that's the thing that, like, fucked him over. I think he was just a victim too because, like, I remember that scene. But I love how you're defending somebody who embezzled twelve billion dollars. I am. <laughs> you're like am. he's the victim. Because like this hot is, take alert. This is a time right where mental issues are just finally being like seen, and and, and, and in all seriousness, right? Yeah. They weren't taken seriously, and like this guy has huge mental issues. Like I remember this scene right where he's telling he's forging the doctor's note. Yeah. Right? And he's constantly lying. Even when he's caught, he keeps on lying. Yeah. He can't stop. Even like when people get caught, what's the reaction? They shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> they know they've been caught. Like, yeah. They they it's automatically give away like fuck. They know, all right? He was like, I can still lie. I can keep on lying. Like it was kind of like a drug for him where he couldn't stop taking it. Yeah, and 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 and, that, and that's something I think that like. You know, I think this movie kind of failed at is that I I mean I, I don't think it's a unique failure to this movie. I think it's a failure in like movies in general. Mm-hmm. Where like they didn't really look at the larger societal issues that are going on that compelled this type of behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I feel like you know you know because like my, my problem with scapegoats in general is that like it allows us to absolve ourselves, right? Like you know I watch this and I might lie, but. I, I'd be like, well, at least I'm not that guy, right? But, like, it doesn't, like, make us really think about, like, what is driving us to act this way. Like, what drove this guy? You know, because this guy, like, I'm pretty sure if he was in a better environment, he would have never, this would have never happened, mm-hmm. right? But he went to Cornell, very competitive school, was in medicine, which is very, I mean, biology, which is very competitive. And, like, 
he found this need to like lie and deceive others and like everybody else in those industries are kind of like a smaller version of that i think we should examine like why that is because because it manifests in a in a larger corporate culture where mm-hmm. companies lie all the time True. right and they don't help get held accountable he he is a synecdoche for that larger problem i get that <laughs> and uh, you bring that up though is like his past and like who he is as a person and that makes me think like fuck did he lie about him going to cornell like did he lie <laughs> like did he lie about the phd like yeah. now i'm questioning the whole fucking character itself well i don't even know who he is anymore yeah like fuck <laughs> yeah and the or, or even worse, like maybe he lied through his PhD. Maybe he got his PhD based on lies. What does that say about our educational system? Well, a niche. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's not, <laughs> it's good. not good. A lot of student loans, guys. Fuck, fuck the education system <laughs> right now. Yeah. Don't worry. We're every time for every thousand viewers we get, we will donate a dollar to. To fight to to combating student loan debt, specifically ours. Yeah. Every thousand followers we get, we will pay one dollar of our student loans. <laughs> that's that's exactly right, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, and any more thoughts on the movie, man? Yeah. So, who is the MVP behind the MVP? Like, who is who is the other person? that really drove the story or like really made it captivating or, or like I don't know what it is um I think it was uh Joel McHale so he played the other the other FBI agent so there was Scott Bakula who played the main FBI agent and there was Joe uh Joel McHale who played his like backup right um guy has a lot of like really like really hard I mean not like He's not like Marlon Brando, but he, he has some acting chops. Like, he was on Community. He had his own show. He has his own show on Netflix now called The Joel McHale Show. And he, he like, you could tell that he was a little bursting behind the scene, the scene, bursting at the seams a little bit. And so whenever he came on camera, he really, like, let it rip. And I think that, like, he added a lot of value to that movie that, like, otherwise wouldn't be there. He was I, solid. Especially a lot of the, like, a lot of the funniest scenes were with, the, were with, him talking to the FBI agents, and uh-huh. I feel like he really brought out that humor in those scenes. I definitely think it, like the FBI agents were key. Yeah, but I think it was the it was the main guy, right? Because he. But showed, wouldn't he be the MVP? Huh? The MVP behind the MVP. No, so, but is it Matt Damon the MVP? Yeah. So the FBI agent. Is oh, 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 oh! You said the main. I, I thought you said that Matt Damon was the MVP behind the MVP. And I was like, then who's the MVP? <laughs> That'd be incredible, honestly. That. Yeah. That's probably he's both. <laughs> that's 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 born identity for you. Yeah, Matt Damon is the MVP and the MVP. Line. I really want to uh, unrelated. Like I really want one year someone to get MVP and um, most improved. Because by the way, like 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 a lot of times, like you know, like yeah, uh, who 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 who's the guy in the Raptors who won most improved this year? Um, Siakam. Siakam. But, like, Giannis was kind of the most improved. Like, Giannis got zero MVP votes last year. He won it this year. That's a fucking improvement. Anyway, yeah. sorry, continue. That's a massive improvement, right? <laughs> like, you could go with Derek Rose when he won his MVP. 
Um, fuck, who else? Steph Curry the first year. like Huge nobody, improvement. <laughs> nobody saw Steph Curry coming. Nobody. nobody. saw Golden State being like, oh, yeah, we're going to be in four, we're gonna be in four, four, five finals in a row. Like, yeah. Nobody saw that shit. That was an improvement. That was a fuck ton of improvement. <laughs> that was like, hey, yeah, he's a good shooter. To, holy fuck, he can shoot from half court. Or just Draymond Green. Like, like seriously, like MVP... I mean, not MVP. NBA, get your shit together, all right? Yeah. You can win more than one award. Like, We're you know, coming to, for you. This is not some like you know fucking share share everybody. Like you don't need to do that shit. Has a player ever won Rookie of the Year and MVP? Maybe Magic Johnson. We'll look that up after the show. But uh, but yeah. <laughs> no, no 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 no. I think Magic Johnson won. My sure Finals up, MVP, <laughs> but Larry Bird won MVP. I mean, player of the year, rookie of the year. I don't think it's ever happened. Because that would be cool. I tried to do that at NBA Live, but it does, it, I mean, yeah, in 2K, but it didn't really, like... Yeah, no, his first MVP was 87, because he, um, he spent all those years with uh, with Kareem. Hmm. But, yeah, sorry. Uh, who's, so your MVP behind the MVP? <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the original FBI agent, right? Yeah. Just because... I feel that was the guy that was trying to understand and really like try and help the main character out, right, Mark? So we're thinking that Mark is like a normal human being, right? Where like and that's and that's and we're seeing it through the lens of the MB, FBI agent too, right? So that's what's also trying is confusing us. Yeah. And I think that's what gives it that polarity and that and that intrigue. Yeah, right. if it wasn't for him, shit, like we would probably get the lying and compulsiveness way early on. Yeah. So I thought I thought he was pretty dope. I think that's good. Um, any any last tidbits? One, one last impression? One last thought? Don't watch this movie the first time, but watch it the second time. <laughs> yeah, do not watch <laughs> it the first time. Um, what, what, one last thing that I found that I thought was funny on my my most recent time watching it is that like. He spends the whole movie doing this, like, show of culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, talking about, like... There's that thing about, like, what pen is in German. That's right. Uh, but then, like... There are these little things where, like... When he actually has a situation to be cultured, he fails. Like, like there's that one scene where the guy actually, like, talked to him in German a little bit, and he did not understand what he was saying at all. Right. And I thought that was really funny. There was, like, a small little Steven Soderbergh thing that I enjoyed. Damn, dude, I really need to watch this movie again. Like, I miss so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, with that, we're signing off. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Next week? uh, We might be doing 12 monkeys. Who knows? Maybe 11 monkeys.